next on the 5 o'clock report. In my view, the court is dead wrong. Southern Adirondacks, it is gone. And nobody needs a handout anymore. We are being invaded. We're fed up. It would cause a lot of anger in this country. Now, let's go to the newsroom. And they're off. Good afternoon. Welcome aboard. The hectic holiday rush is on. Just five days till Christmas. 115 million of us, U.S., will travel at least 50 miles from home from now through New Year's. Aviation expert Tom Costello. Today and tomorrow will be the busiest pre-Christmas air travel days. Passenger volume, we'll take a look, up 6% over last year. We're not going to hit the Thanksgiving record numbers, but make no mistake, every seat on your plane will be full. And for those of you taken to the highways, you'll be happy to know that gas prices are about a quarter less a gallon than they were just a month ago. Gas Buddy has the price of fuel averaging 303 a gallon nationwide. President Biden said today he supports last night's controversial ruling by the Colorado Supreme Court regarding his predecessor, Donald Trump, and the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. It's total. Now, whether the 14th Amendment applies, I'll let the court make that decision. But he certainly supported an insurrection. No question about it. None. Zero. In a first-of-its-kind decision, that court in Colorado kicked Trump off the primary ballot next year. Trump is appealing to the U.S. Supreme Court. They are doing everything possible to get me out of the race, and it's not going to happen. George Washington University law professor Jonathan Turley. The opinion is really chilling, and I think that the Supreme Court will make fast work of this. Uh, But I think this court, I think, did great damage to its own integrity uh, with this opinion. Legal analyst Jessica Levinson. This is stunning. The Colorado Supreme Court has found that those who seek to destroy our government from within cannot then represent it. Republican presidential candidate Chris Christie thinks the Colorado decision sets a dangerous precedent. I do not believe Donald Trump should be prevented from being president of the United States by any court. I think he should be prevented from being president of the United States by the voters of this country. And I think it would cause a lot of anger in this country if people had the choice taken away from them. The U.S. Supreme Court must act soon. Those presidential primary ballots must be printed by January 5th in Colorado. Five deaths blamed on that nasty nor'easter that clobbered the East Coast this week. Reporter Emily Aketa. First responders fanning out across a battered northeast as lingering floodwaters from Monday's monstrous storm continue stranding families. We see with the water starting to crest now, it's going to uh, only get worse before it gets better. With parts of Maine and New Jersey under states of emergency. Thousands remain powerless still in Maine and Massachusetts. Fox weather meteorologist Steve Bender says New York's North Country took a direct hit. And so you're talking to not a level surface. You're talking about this rushing and gaining intensity as it's moving down the mountains and the foothills, racing into the valleys, trying to just drain somewhere into whatever river or valley location. This is the rain that we saw. Southern Adirondacks, it is gone. Flood warning continues still along the Susquehanna from Binghamton, New York, southward toward Halstead, Pennsylvania. Talks underway in the Middle East today to try and hit the pause button again in the war between Israel and Hamas. Correspondent Molly Hunter. Hamas says their leader is 
in Cairo, Egypt for possible ceasefire talks. And this comes as the Israeli president said Israel is open to a new deal that would likely include the release of hostages and sending more aid into Gaza with nearly 130 hostages still captive in Gaza. This couldn't come soon enough. In the meantime, straight to straight fighting continues in Gaza. Reporter Trey Yang. The United States reportedly wants to Israel to wrap up this phase of the war by the end of the year. The Biden administration hopeful that a new lower intensity phase in the fighting could allow more humanitarian supplies to enter the Gaza Strip. Gaza's two million inhabitants now facing starvation. About 20,000 have been killed in this war. We're hearing from the other side of the border today about the new law in Texas that lets police arrest and send back to Mexico illegal immigrants. Correspondent Adrian Bard has more from Mexico City. Mexico's president called the law inhumane. He said Texas Governor Greg Abbott, who signed the law on Monday, is going to lose favor among Mexican-American voters in his home state. Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick says the Lone Star State was forced to take action because the Biden administration is doing nothing to stop the invasion at the southern border. We are being invaded. We're fed up. In fact, seeing what happened in Colorado makes me think maybe we should take Joe Biden off the ballot in Texas for allowing 8 million people to cross the border since he's been president. The new law is set to take effect in March. Concern growing that that toxic gas belching from a volcano in Iceland could lead to other problems. Here's BBC reporter Nick B. Experts worry the gases that continue to spurt out are polluting the air. But they say there won't be a giant ash cloud. It may be that the most memorable part of this Christmas performance is over, but they're not letting down their guard here. Experts fear those violent explosions deep underground could continue for months. Still to come on the 5 o'clock report, new poll on Shapiro, mass migration from New York, and Hochul wants to get the lead out. Here is your family life weather forecast. The call for tonight is generally cloudy or becoming so. And across western, central New York and northwest Pennsylvania, late at night, will be a few flurries. Could even be a little touch of freezing drizzle. Low temps tonight, mid-20s to low 30s. Variable clouds, some limited sun later tomorrow with high temps in the 30s. And some sunshine on Friday with high temps, mostly in the 30s. All right, Kevin, thank you very much at the Weather Center. Let's check the stories making news where you live next. New Yorkers continue to flee the Empire State in droves. Family Life's Jeremy Miller takes a closer look at new census data. Yeah, the biggest moves are between the top four most populous states as people pour out of California and New York and into Texas and Florida. A new census report shows that Florida added more than 1,000 residents for each day of the year, second only to the Lone Star State, with nearly half a million new Texans. Meanwhile, New York's population dropped by nearly 102,000 people, but it's still the fourth most populous state with more than 19 million residents. Jeremy Miller, Family Life News. New poll shows after a year in office, Pennsylvania Governor Josh Shapiro still enjoys the support of a majority of voters. 56%, according to the latest Commonwealth Foundation poll, give him a favorable job review. That is down five points from September. However, inflation, crime and the economy in that order rank as the top three concerns 
concerns of Pennsylvania voters. New York's Governor Kathy Hochul targeting the presence of lead pipes with new legislation. The governor signing the Lead Pipe Right to Know Act to protect New Yorkers from the extraordinary public health risk posed by lead pipes. This builds on and actually surpasses federal standards for lead pipe notification. It requires all water utilities statewide to publicly share how many lead service lines are present in their distribution system and where those lines are located so individuals and policymakers can understand the full scale and extent of the lead service line issue. Information must now be made readily and publicly available so resources can then be directed toward local efforts to remove all lead pipes impacting New York's drinking water. Liz Warner, New York. Critics contend slave reparations is the wrong recipe for racial reconciliation in New York. You can't take what we know now and try to superimpose yourself onto 150 years ago. That man reacting to the governor's decision to appoint a task force to look into paying reparations to the descendants of slaves. Social justice activist Nicole Carty says it's about time. You can see the unreckoned with impacts of uh, slavery in things such as black poverty, uh, black maternal mortality. A recent Pew Research poll shows while 77% of blacks support reparations, just 18% of whites do. These white New Yorkers say reparations send the wrong message. The generation that would be paying for it have nothing to do with what was done in the past, and then you're paying people that have nothing to do with it in the past. We're all immigrants at some point, whether it was voluntary or forced. There's a lot of people who came a lot of different ways, and nobody needs a handout anymore. Everybody, you know, pulls themselves up by their own bootstraps and works for a living and makes their way in this world. Slavery was outlawed in New York in 1827, 36 years before a nationwide ban. Test scores for third through eighth graders in New York are improving, but are they really? What I can can't say is this proves that we are far better than last year, even though our results are far better than last year. Jamestown Superintendent Kevin Whitaker says it's hard to gauge what the test scores mean because the state keeps moving the goalpost for what proficiency means. What is important and what teachers want to see is, did my students learn the math that I taught them? And these tests don't necessarily take that into account. That's why classroom assessment and local assessments are so important. These test results for third through eighth graders are based on exams that were given in May. After a year of record gas prices, Pennsylvania motorists could soon see relief. That's because the gas tax will be going down next year for the first time in five years. Pennsylvania currently has the seventh highest gas prices of any state in the country. Air passengers in Western PA have just been cleared for departure a bit faster. Airport officials at Pittsburgh International announced a five-year agreement with Clear, whose biometric identification technology allows its members to proceed to the TSA checkpoint through a priority lane and without having to produce an identification. This high-tech service, which costs $16 per month, allows passengers to verify their identity at a kiosk through identification of their eyes or fingerprint. A Clear associate then escorts them to the front of the TSA screening line. Pittsburgh International becomes one of 56 airports in Clear's national network. 
Brian Query, Family Life News. Police in Rochester, New York, need the public's help in keeping up with the number of thieves who are stealing packages from people's porches. If you see something, say something. If we're not on every street at every waking moment watching people take packages off porches, there's just there's, we're over 100 officers short. We can't be everywhere at once, and so we rely on that community, that community input. Captain Greg Bellows says porch pirates are most often on the prowl between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Stealing something uh, from somebody's porch is a petty larceny, depending on the value, uh, is a large in New York State, and certainly depending on the value, it's either a, a misdemeanor or uh, a felony. And again, depending on the value of the product that's taken. He suggests instead of having your Christmas presents delivered to your home, have them sent to the office instead. Your nightly market report is next. It is brought to you by the fine folks at Faithward Advisors. Wall Street stocks were lower today for the first time in about a week. The Dow down 475 points on the day. The Nasdaq lost 225, while the S&P slipped 70 points. Faithward Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more. Find out more more at faithwardadvisors.com. You don't think you make enough to save, but is earning more money the answer? Hi, I'm Rob West with today's Faith and Finance Minute. The truth is your salary doesn't dictate how much you save. A recent survey puts savers in three categories, low, middle, and high. Low savers put away 2 to 3% of their salary, middle savers 5 to 6, and high savers about 9% of their salary. But what's interesting is that those savings rates had nothing to do with how much money people make. Those with identical incomes saved at different rates, and many in the survey with lower incomes saved at higher rates than those who earned more. Almost everyone makes enough to save something. If you're not, get on a budget, spend less than you earn, and start saving today. We can help you learn to manage your money according to biblical principles when you download the free FaithFi app. You'll find it on our website at faithfi.com. Coming up on the 5 o'clock report, helping kids cope with cancer. But first, this. I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life Regional Weather Forecast. On the evening weather map, we're looking at a cold front, a weak front, that'll be dropping across our region from north to south, bringing with it some cloud cover tonight and a few scattered flakes. In its wake, it's a colder day tomorrow. Fine weather carries us through weeks end. A weak disturbance could mean a couple of rain showers or wet snowflakes on Saturday, but nothing that looks to imperil pre-Christmas travel weather-wise. The call for tonight is generally cloudy or becoming so. And across western, central New York and northwest Pennsylvania late at night, be a few flurries. Could even be a little touch of freezing drizzle. Low temps tonight, mid-20s to low-30s. Variable clouds, some limited sun later tomorrow with high temps in the 30s, and some sunshine on Friday with high temps mostly in the 30s. All right, Kevin, thank you very much. And finally, at five, more than 70 families in western New York who are dealing with childhood cancer have just received Christmas gifts from some very generous donors. Family Life's D. Haley reports. The Adaptive Family Toy Drive took place yesterday in Depew. Perseverance, understanding, need, and teamwork, also known as Punt Pediatric. Cancer Collaborative is a local nonprofit organization that provides financial and emotional support to families dealing with pediatric cancer. The charity was founded in 2004 by former NFL Pro Bowl punter Brian Mormon, who played for the Bills from 2001 to 2013. Generous donors have made it possible for more than 70 families facing pediatric cancer to be adopted this holiday, reportedly serving every family undergoing active treatment. D. Haley. 
Family Life News. All right, D, that's why it's called the City of Good Neighbors. Way to go, Buffalo. And that's our world. The world we live in Wednesday, December 20th. I'm Bob Price. Family Life News.